And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much. The John Bon Jovial, the legendary John Bon Jovial. So glad to have you with us. And also, all you wonderful people out there in the, in listener world, without whom the show would not be necessary, actually. <laughs> it would be senseless to sit here and play music for an hour if nobody was, you know. It kind of brings back that uh, old question, you know, if, if a tree falls in the woods and there's nobody there, does it make a sound? I don't know. I've never been in the, well, in the woods when there was a, a nobody A derivation around. of that would be if a bear does his thing in the woods and nobody's around, does it yeah. smell bad? Uh, well, yeah, I don't, th- I don't think that has much to do <laughs> with the sound. <laughs> well, this show fell apart yeah, all this quickly. Yeah, went to hell real quick. <laughs> Let's play some music. Here's an old friend of ours. Uh, maybe we'll... Uh, Maybe we'll be able to get him back because he's got some new music out. And here's one of his tracks. John Bento. It's called, well, yeah, maybe. I can be there if you want me to. At a place on the avenue. Well, yeah, maybe. We can talk it through We can go there if it's good for you Resurrect our old taboo Well, yeah, maybe Learn something new Under cafe lights Enchanting breeze We tease Wine words flow We both know It's all played out And it's all fine And way past time to breathe
Vento, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, called Will, yeah, maybe, and uh, he's got some new stuff coming out, there's a very good chance uh, maybe we'll be having him uh, come back and uh, and uh, share with us in the not too far distant future, well, yeah, maybe we'll have him back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, John Bon Jovial? Not bad, it's got a nice uh, full productive sound to it, uh, it, it it's, it's kind of driving me nuts because... It reminds me, the uh, part of the song reminds me of another band, and for the life of me, I can't think of who it is, and of course what's going to happen is I'm going to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, that's it, but... Uh, you know, <laughs> I know you hate and, it when that happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, but no, he's got a really nice sound, and uh, I know that we've had him on in the past, and I can recall his music, and I think that this is a nice improvement. He's really, really doing some nice stuff with this. If this is indicative I agree. of the direction that he's going in, then uh, kudos. He's, it, it, it sounds good. Yeah, I, I like the sound. It's got a little bit of an original flavor to it, and uh, it, it's got a commercial sound as well as a commercial hook. Uh, yeah, I think it's... Uh, I think it's a good sound. I'd be interested in talking with him about it and uh, and get his uh, his take on where he came from with it because it is it's a nice sound and uh, I think I think he'll get some plays out of it. John Bento, ladies and gentlemen, we're here with another one of our one act shows. We have an amazing talent joining us here, uh, whom we haven't heard of, heard from for a couple of years, and uh, we're definitely looking forward talking with her in just a few minutes. Want to salute also, of course, Mary Perry, accredited disability representative in Rochester, New York, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards for our wonderful listeners in Rochester, New York, over WRFZ, FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio. And, of course, uh, be sure and check out. Uh, they've got some great music programming in that show. They've got Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble, which follows the David Bowers Awards on Saturdays on uh, Rochester Free Radio. And, of course, they've got also uh, my old uh, radio buddy, Jeff Moulton's ABC Oldies Saturday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern on uh, Rochester Free Radio. Check them out, rochesterfreeradio.com. And, of course, uh, if, you, uh, if you're going to be around, you might as well catch our show on uh, WRFZ noon on Saturdays. We'd love to have you listen anytime. And uh, while we're uh, all locked down with this uh, coronavirus thing, uh, you know, people are people are doing these uh, outside things where they go out on their patios or whatever, and they sing and play music to the neighbors. So why don't you take the show when you listen to it and go out on your patio, your porch, or whatever you have, and just crank it up and let the neighbors hear it too and share it with everybody with an earshot of uh, how many ever watts you've got to crank it with. What do you think, John Bon Jovi? Oh, I'm sure that that would go over slightly better than a lead balloon, but, you know, what the heck, it's worth a shot. <laughs> Why not? 
<laughs> yeah, it, it it probably would do that. But Actually, hey, there, there was a thing on the news shot. the other night um, that a, a guy in New York City brought his guitar and his amp out on his uh, patio. Uh, he was in one of these high-rise mm-hmm. residential buildings and uh, did his rendition of Jimi Hendrix's rendition of the Star-Spangled Banner from Woodstock 1969. Oh and uh, apparently, <laughs> after he was finished playing it, there, I mean, the, the crowd reaction, crowd reaction, I mean, people in the uh, adjacent buildings, uh, there was a huge amount of applause, and uh, it it, 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 it went viral. It was, yeah, it was all over Facebook. Uh, I think NBC and CBS <laughs> News picked it up. It was pretty cool. I missed that one. That's uh, that's one I didn't catch. There's an awful lot of the uh, of the uh, coronavirus tunes out uh, after we had one on a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I've resisted the temptation to dip into those because. Uh, We'd wind up doing nothing but coronavirus tunes. You know, maybe we'll do that. Yeah, maybe we should. Uh, maybe we should consider doing that. We'll do a. Uh, we'll do a uh, porch show. We'll get out on the patio and uh, you know do the show with the crowd noise, uh, street noises behind us, and the sure. fresh air and everything. And there you go. I mean, uh, I'm not sure how much of the fresh air our listeners will be able to catch, but they'd be able to hear the street noises and show the. You know, hey, yeah, we really are live. We're we're people and we're doing this. We're Definitely not automated machines. Well, we're going to have to get up to our new guest here very shortly. Her name is Charlie Tate, and she's going to be joining us to talk about uh, her new music, what she's got going on. It's been, like I said, a couple of years since she was here, so she's got a whole lot to talk about. And we're going to give her a little more to talk about right now by playing one of her past tracks, which I, I think if you haven't heard, you're going to like it. So here it is. Charlie Tate and Light Strands.
And here she is to talk to us. Hello, Charlie. Hi. How are you, David? Doing great, thank you. How are you doing? Good. Not bad. Not bad. The sun is out. It, you know, things things could be worse. <laughs> and you get you get to at least look at it. I mean, <laughs> can't yeah, go out yeah. much. But <laughs> how you how are you doing handling this uh, this lockdown and stay at home? Yeah, it's, it's been tough. You know, it's, um, I, I still get out and I'm still running, which, which I do very carefully. I'm, I'm lucky I'm in a, sure. an area where I can, I can avoid people fairly well. Although there's days when the sun is out and it's really bright outside. And at the weekend, I, I feel a little bit like a ping pong ball kind of going back and forth on, on sure. the street. But, um, but I, I get out and run and that's, that's a nice little breather, but it's hard. It's, I mean, I just think about the greater state of things and that, I think that weighs on me more than anything else does at this point. 
Excellent. Yes, I uh, I wish more people would feel that way because as uncomfortable and inconvenient as it is, it is quite apparently the logical and best thing to do. And uh, we've got a bunch of people around that I, I understand their frustration. I, I as much as anybody, want to see the economy get going, but yeah. uh, we've got to take it slow and easy because if we if we get out there too quickly, uh, it's going to come back and bite us twice as hard. And uh, we definitely don't want that because that would that would uh, down the economy even worse. So we, I think we've got, I think we've definitely got to err on the side of cautiousness. I, I'm glad you get a chance to get out. And you're in an area where you can. I'm in a, uh, a little more metropolitan area, but I do manage to get out uh, earlier in the day. And uh, as the weather heats up, it will be even earlier. But uh, I uh, try to get out every day for uh, for a mile or two. But um, yeah, it's it's been a challenge for everybody. But you've been uh, you've been facing challenges for the last couple of years since you were here last. You've had a lot going on. Tell us about it. Well, um, I, I know. Gosh, it was two years ago I talked to you guys. I was trying to yeah. remember if this was the second or the third time I'd been on your show. Is this the third? I time? I think it's the third time. Yeah, but I yeah. know the last time was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, after I did um, that album present, I I pretty much just kind of dove right into creations for for this album. And um, yeah, I've I've been dealing with a lot of things uh, uh, personally. I've and I I think I talked about this last time on your show that I, I have an autoimmune disease. So it's very much kind of up and down from, you know, week to week, month to month for me, which is part of the reason I'm, I'm so cautious about going out right now too. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I had some episodes there and I went through a lot, uh, just kind of professionally, personally, and it, it drove, uh, the material for this new album Tempest. So yeah, um, a lot of developments in a pretty short time. It came together very fast, I, and I'm I'm excited to be here to talk about it. Yeah, uh, I understand that, and we're happy, so happy to have you here. I do want to mention that I love that song we just played, the Light Strands. Uh, it's I don't know. There's just an ethereal quality about it. It's it's upbeat. It's happy. It's pleasant. It's listenable. It's it's got everything. I, how many how many voiceovers have you got overdubbed in there? Oh gosh! You know, I I really am the queen of 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 um, voiceovers. I I especially in my earlier work, and I I wrote that song 15 years ago. If you can believe oh that, I, I I wrote that song. The first version was actually a ballad version of it, and then I kind of double timed it, and it a few versions down the road, it became what you just played. But I probably have you know five or six different uh, harmony vocals in there, so. Uh, that is, uh, it's a neat track, and it it sure stands the test of time. I can, now that you mention it, I hadn't thought of it as a uh, as a ballad, but uh, now that you mention that, I could see its derivation as a ballad. But uh, this is just an outstanding interpretation of it. Uh, this is something that I think if uh, if another artist had heard your song earlier and said, "I'm going to go in and do this and give it my treatment." Uh, they would have done you well by coming up with this sound, but uh, I do love this this version of it. John Bon Jovial, 
I know you're just gnawing at the bit wanting to get in here and say something. So <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you sure. what, why don't you come back in the morning, come back in the morning, and we'll talk about it. Oh, yeah, that's fine. All right. Bye, ladies and gentlemen. I'm out of here. <laughs> no, Charlie, what, what it, you got, it, it, it's so good to have you back with us again. And, and yes, I was uh, thinking about it, too. I think this is your third visit. And, uh, you know, it's uh, just it's just great to have you back on the show. And I'm with David. I, I really like this ethereal quality of light strands. And, you know, one of the things that I do when a guest comes on is I'll listen to their music and uh, try to think to myself, who does this remind me of? You know, does this remind me of mm-hmm. Joni Mitchell? Does this remind me of Joan Baez? Or does this remind me of Hart? This song doesn't remind me of anybody. And, and I look at that as a wonderful thing because you have such an original sound with this that I can't think of anybody that you might be duplicating or duplicating you. It's just that this is the thing that I really like about it. Well, thank you, John. I can't tell you guys how much it means to to hear your comments on it. I, I, and it's, it's funny because having written the song and I've sang it so many times and, um, you know, to me, it's, it's just one of those songs that's in my catalog, but it, it is true that people, they talk about that song a lot. I have some fans that that's the one song that they, they really, really like. My husband likes that. That's still, I think his favorite song that I've ever done. It's such a good Um, tune. And I've done, yeah, thanks. I've done some remixes of it over the years and, um, like I said, I've done a few different versions of it in the past. I, I did an earlier version of it that was actually played on a radio station in San Diego back in, I think it was 2009. And, and this one, I just kind of, I amped up, like you said, that kind of ethereal quality, some, some sparkliness. I, I actually threw in like a, a sleigh bell sound in there, um, mm-hmm. to give it that extra sparkle. And, and it is a fun song. I, I do like to sing it. I've thought about doing a really long club remix of it which i i don't think those long club mixes are in vogue anymore but i remember that when songs used to get remixed for like 10 minutes and you could just rock out on yeah. the dance floor <laughs> you know, or if you were on this side of the microphone you could walk out and take care of you know go get a drink or anything else you've got yeah. to do <laughs> it gives you guys i a remember break, the radio right? days john and i were both at radio back in the days when uh two or three minute records were the norm and boy, I'll tell yeah. you what, if you got in a pinch and needed a break, a three-minute record wasn't quite long enough. <laughs> oh, my, my favorite was always, uh, as far as, you know, for being able to take a break, was Elton Britt doing a song called Jimmy Rogers Blues. It's like six and a half minutes long. And for country, oh, music, to, for country music to have a song, especially back in the 70s, when we were doing this, uh, was, it was so unusual, uh, but it was, uh, I mean, it was a great song, but I think I may have actually truly listened to it all the way through, you know, twice. <laughs> yeah, I remember you the first one break? I remember that yeah. was, that was an excellent break song was the original, uh, El Paso by Marty Robbins. Yeah, five and a which half just minutes. Totally blew away program yeah. directors because you know back in the in the mid '60s you didn't have 
10 minute long records. They just, they really didn't know what to do with it. Columbia finally wound up making a, uh, making a double sided single out of it for radio stations, uh, half on one side and half on the other. But, uh, Hey, you want to go out and get a snack. That's the record to do it with. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, it must've taken a lot to get a song that long played on the radio back then. I mean, oh, it was. I'm, guess- yeah. I'm, really, I'm guessing nobody I was wanted really to play amazed. it. Yeah. I was amazed that yeah. it did as well as it did because, uh, well, like I said, uh, programmers didn't know what to do with a record that long. Uh, the jocks, of course, mm-hmm. did. We could always take a break, but uh, uh, it was <laughs> it was tough to fit in. And, uh, and of course, you uh, the, the way they did commercials back in those days wasn't quite the way they do it now, blocked out and everything. So you had to stop and think, okay, if you play a 10-minute record, you've just messed up the entire hour. How are we going to get the commercials in there? Yeah, but then on the other <laughs> yeah, side of the coin... Yeah. Uh, you wanted to find a short song that was perfect for back-timing into the network at the top of the hour, and what comes to mind for me was the box tops in the letter, which was a minute 58 seconds, and it was so easy to be able to yeah. program that in. Yeah, that was that was nice because that gave you the flexibility. You didn't always have to, you know, just play part of an instrumental to to get into the newscast. All oh, the wonderful old radio stories, my gosh! <laughs> but we uh, digress, Charlie. Tell us <laughs> more about what you, now. You talk. You say you've been working on more new music. Are you going in any particular direction with this, or is it something that you're you're just going as you feel, or what? Well, I can talk about my new album, Tempest, which is, I I would say, a totally different direction, and I I can I can confirm that because my mom, who obviously has heard everything I've done from the very beginning, when when my work was was horrific and I didn't know how to mix it properly. <laughs> um, she's heard everything, and and she visited uh, with me last summer she came out we actually went to go see the queen and adam lambert concert when they were at the tacoma dome which was amazing um and i let her listen to a few snippets from uh what i was working on which is the work on tempest and and she looked at me and she said wow this is different than anything you've done and and i mean i've probably done 80 or 100 different songs just total, you know, out of all the stuff that I've been working on over the years. And mm-hmm. and I I went a different direction for several reasons. And, and one was uh, I wanted to strip back the production to make it easier on myself. Uh, and I, be, because, yeah, mixing, just, my songs tend to be, as you said earlier, there's a lot of overdubs and, and there's a lot of layers to my music. Uh, I mean, Light Strands probably has, I would say, you know, 20 plus instruments in it. It's kind of ridiculous. Major, major overproduction. And, and it'd be very nice hard to, to lay that off on a producer to do for you. Yeah. <laughs> here you go. Here you go. So, yeah, I, I would, hence the reason I always do that kind of stuff on my own, but it's still difficult to do. So I, I wanted to strip it back from a, just for my own sanity, but I was sure. really inspired to take a, a different direction uh, emotionally with the work because I was in this very tough headspace when I was writing the lyrics at the end of 2018, and I wanted to reflect that in the music, but I was also listening to and very obsessed with um, Queen a lot at the time. I was listening okay, to, to sure. more rock, rock in general, more just classic rock. Mm-hmm. I wanted to capture a sound that was more, uh, that sounded more live, something that you might hear in a, that was recorded in, you know, in a studio with a band or something that was live on stage. Uh, I, I wanted to take a more, a, a less 
uh, arranged approach with the vocals. So it's the vocals are very improvised. I I kind of just went went in just singing the lyrics as I was listening to the music almost. I just I let it just come out on its own. And I wanted to take a little bit of the electronic uh, stuff I'd done in the past and keep it. So at the same time, I was listening to a lot of rock, but I was also listening to uh, Massive Attack. I was listening to their Mezzanine album a lot, and I was listening to uh, Robin's album, Honey. So there's this interesting juxtaposition between uh, very sort of, yeah, more sort of an acoustic sound mixed with this. A lot of yeah. feedback there. Before we get to your new music, I want to drop back for one more previous track, which we're going to uh, we're going to toss up right now. John, if you roll the music, this is called "Traveling Light."
There you go. That's called Traveling Light. Charlie Kate, our guest here on the David Bowers Awards, and we're so happy to have her back with us after a couple of years of, uh, well, a couple of years of creating music, especially to play on the show. So <laughs> we're glad to have you back here, Charlie. And uh, that is definitely, you know, when I first saw when I first saw that uh, title on there, I flashed back, and of course, being a, a bit of a dinosaur myself, I flashed back to uh, the old Frank Sinatra tune that uh, uh, Cliff Richard of England did in uh, the 60s. He did an updated version of it, too, and this is nowhere near the same song, but a, a good sound anyway. And uh, before we go any further, I want to touch one more time on this uh, the current state of uh, the world, actually, the coronavirus and all the mm. attendant problems. Now, a lot of artists are finding that, uh, you know, the, the way to go, because there are no more live engagements, uh, the way to go is with uh, uh, live feeds on the Internet. And I suspect there's going to be more uh, on television, on network and cable television as well. Uh, I, th I personally think that this is going to open up a, uh, it, it's going to not necessarily open up a new, but it's going to expand on uh, the newer thing of the uh, live streams online and music concerts on TV, whether it be network or cable. And uh, the live concerts, of course, aren't, they're not going to go away. They will always be there. Uh, they will just become a little bit more prestigious and probably a lot more expensive. But uh, I, I think we're going to see a result of this. There will be a lot more live stream shows online and uh, televised concerts, again, whether it be network or cable. What's your take on this? Are, are you thinking of doing some live stream or, you know, how, how do you feel about this? I, I would love it. I, I do love it. I love what everyone's doing. I love the ingenuity of everyone too. just seeing people uh, come up with these creative ways to, go live and go live simultaneously from totally different places. So you can see how even though we're in our homes and we're in some cases not even in a professional studio environment, sure. we can still come together and, and express something that's unified. And I, I kind of feel that it, it just it makes it a little bit more intimate. I, I feel like the connection is even stronger in some ways just because I agree. You're, you're not – yeah, you're not looking at someone on this stage from afar, which is very cool, and there's always a cool ambience about that. But uh, it's just, I, I, I definitely want to try to do it. I was actually just last night, I was, I was trying to get some gear rigged so I could do some, some live streams and, and start, you know, sharing some songs with people over the Internet wherever I can. I definitely want to I get agree with that. you. I, I, it's a trade-off. You don't have that live interaction the feedback with the with the live crowd out there which you know that that's a high all its own but mm -hmm. you do have instead you have a much more personal and intimate setting than you would ever get even in the small clubs i mean really the only way you would get that kind of a feel is by doing well basically what we do here on on the show uh, the uh, living room sit down chat where we would just sit and talk and that, that's what they're doing a lot of them are giving it that home feel. Hey, this is this is me. This is my living room. This is how I live. Um, now let me do a song for you. And I think that yeah. should be a. Uh, I think that should be a good cue to go to our next song. One of your newer ones. We're going to play it now, and then afterwards we'll talk about it. You can tell us a little bit about you know where it came from and 
and yeah. exactly what it means. It's called 45th Parallel. Here's Charlie Tate. Can you try? Can you try just a little harder? If 90 is too far, you can try 45. How does it feel? Are you ripped apart? Remember, progress is progress, yeah.
And there you go. That's 45th Parallel by our guest here on the David Bowers Awards, Miss Charlie Tate. Hello, Charlie. Great tune. Hi. Done some great music there. And we're going to get to talking about your the next track we're going to play from your new project in just a couple of minutes here. But uh, wanted to, I wanted to ask you, before we run out of time here and everything, I wanted to just touch a little uh, current events with you. How is the, uh, aside from what we've already discussed, how has this uh, virus situation been affecting you, uh, well, personally as well as professionally? Well, it's, uh, it's, it's been tough. You know, it's, uh, we're definitely being that uh, Seattle kind of had the first outbreak that we saw. So we've, I think we've been locked down earlier than almost anyone else has. And, um, of course, my husband and I have been tucked away for even longer than a lot of people um, themselves because we've been taking extra precautions. But uh, we've been staying in touch as much as we can. We've been very productive. I've been super productive. But um, it's it's all relying on the technology, which thankfully we have it in place in this day and age, and and that's the beauty of being able to share the music. Still, as you you don't have to be in front of a bunch of people, which is great, but you can still have that True. connection and that audience. Uh, so it's it's tough, but it's nice to have the ability to still keep the connection going. Hey Charlie, sure. if, if you're if you're going to go online and you know play music for the public online, uh, what kind of promotion do you do for? What platform do you use? Uh, you know, other than the obvious avenues of Facebook and Twitter, how, how do you get the word out that you're going to be doing this? I, you know, it's funny that you asked that question. I do communications in general, in addition to the music work that I do. So I do a lot with email campaigns, and uh, I mean, I would even go so far as to print things and hand them out, you know, kind of go the old guerrilla marketing route. Um, but it's, I, I mean, you just kind of have to take advantage of every avenue you have, whether it's digital or a little bit more old school or mail or whatever it is. But I, I definitely have these strategies about how I'm going to connect with people that either are current fans or people that might love it and um, advertise a little bit if need be and just let them know where I'm going to be at and, and when. Um, and hope that they can find it and love it. I remember what you were saying about the uh, about the center of uh, some of the activity up there in uh, Washington. How far are you from the proximity of the nursing home that was a hotbed there at the beginning? Oh gosh, probably I would say within. 10 or 15 miles of it, which is really scary when you think about it. Yes, um, really. Yeah, but it's it's not too bad. I've, I've, I'm super data-driven, so I've actually looked at graphs that target uh, zip codes, and they'll tell you how many cases there are by zip code. So in our particular zip code, because we're a little bit east of, of the main part of town, it's not quite as bad up here. So it's, it's just interesting to see the dynamics of, you know, sure. how bad it is in some areas and then not in areas that are right next to it. It's really, from a data standpoint, it's really fascinating. But, of course, it's just, when you see the numbers, it's devastating. Yeah. 
Oh, it sure is. This whole thing has been devastating, but uh, I'm glad you're in a uh, relatively good position and the fact that uh, you guys have all man, uh, managed to stay safe. We hope it stays that way and wish you the very best there, of course. Now, before we get into talking about this last song, one last thing, I want to give you a chance to uh, do a little self-promotion here. And uh, you don't have to hand out flyers, but if you would, tell the folks <laughs> how they can find you, find your music, and uh, obtain it. Yeah, yeah. Well, my the best place to go is my website, charlietate.com. And if you Google me, you'll find me on Spotify. Uh, I'm on iTunes, on Apple Music, YouTube Music, uh, pretty much any of the major streaming services, Amazon. Uh, yeah, I've, I think I've done, I hope I've done a pretty good job with um, search engine optimization. So hopefully if you Google me, and I'm lucky that I have a pretty unique name, um, yes. It makes it easier for people to find my stuff when they Google me. But, yeah, my website's the best place to go because everything is linked there. So you'll find me at charlietate.com. And it's, it's a very short and concise name, too. So it's, you know, it's not one of those 15-syllable jobs where you have to, you know, first you got to figure <laughs> out what the words were, and then you have to figure out, oh, what was that word and how do you spell it? And uh, believe right. me, it's amazing. It's amazing how much trouble people have spelling on the internet. But uh, you said it very well. All the usual suspect places, and that's Charlie with a Y, C H R L Y Tate. Of course, easy like the Tate Gallery, T A T E. And uh, yep. want to thank you so much for joining us today and and sharing your time and your music. Tell us now, if you would, please. You've already told us about the new project and the fact that there is a kind of a, a thematic stream, a string through it all, tying it together. Tell us about Teardown. Uh, I, I think personally it's my favorite track on the album. It's probably the album centerpiece. It's the, it's the most dramatic piece. It's almost a little symphony. It almost has movements in it that sort of shift through different time signatures. It's, it is exactly what the title is. It's about just being stripped down to feeling like you're a, almost empty and you're just kind of you're you're just expressing that there's there isn't really any kind of resolve in it it's just an expression of being completely lost and and defeated uh, but I went all out with it there's a lot of drums in it there's a lot of uh, really dramatic piano there's some guitar in it and uh, it's a pretty emotional track and and I hope it it's uh, a cathartic experience well, we're going to find out in just a moment here. Again, Charlie, thank you so much for coming back and seeing us again. And uh, please, don't stay away so long this time now. Yeah, I'll let you know. I love talking to you guys. Thanks to you both. Oh, we love having you on the show. It's an enjoyable, fun time. Now, uh, before we let you go, I just want to make sure we have covered everything that we wanted to talk about. This, uh, this project is going to be available when? Is it already out? Yeah, it will. It'll yes, it'll be available once this broadcast is out. It'll be available. Fantastic! So we want to be sure that everybody has a chance to get it. And the the album is called Tempest. Tempest. Okay. Did you get that, John? Did you Tempest, write that down? Yes, I'm just going to think of the Pontiac Tempest. And yes. Yes, I've got it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Again, Charlie, thank you so much. All the best to you and your hubby. And uh, 
John, did you want to get in a last word before we say goodbye to Charlie? Uh, just, uh, you know, the same thing that David just said, Charlie. We're so glad that you were able to make the time to uh, come see us again. It, it had been entirely too long, what, a couple of years, and just really hoping yeah. that it, it won't be so long again until the, the next visit that we have with you, because it's just been wonderful talking to you and listening to your music. It's, it's been great. Thank you so much. Thanks, John. I, I so appreciate the chance to come on and talk with, with you and David, so thank you. And be sure and let us know so we can help tell the world when you decide that you're going to do a, a live stream or two online, because we want to catch that, too. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you again, ladies and gentlemen. Charlie Tate, and here from her album Tempest, is Tear Down.
was a little bit harder edge than we're used to hearing from Charlie Tate, don't you think, John? Yeah, a, a, a great song, and uh, I love the bass line in it. But but again, as I mentioned earlier, there, there's nobody, at least in my mind's eye, there's nobody that you could compare this to. It is just a singularly unique sound, and not everybody is yeah, able definitely. to pull that off. She doesn't remind me of this artist or that artist, Charlie reminds me of Charlie, and uh, that that's exactly. that's a strong attribute. It, it really is. And that's a strong track that we just heard there, Teardown. That's uh, from her uh, latest album, which is called Tempest. Her name is Charlie Tate. You can find her all over online. The album uh, will be available when you listen to this show, so uh, check it out. Be sure and go see Charlie and tell her, what you think of the music, what you like, what you'd like to hear. She'd love to hear from you, as would we. Our address is David at thedavidbowers.com. John Bon Jovial, I think it's time to take us home. Well, I, I think it's time to do just exactly that, Dave. And, folks, you did it again. You spent another perfectly good hours with us here at the David Bowers Award and uh, Awards. Uh, and we are certainly grateful that you did. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. And we are available for free on most major streaming media services. Be sure to follow The David Bowers Awards on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, and all the other usual suspects that you have there for uh, your podcast uh, pleasure. Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ-FM. That's 106.3 on your FM radio dial in Rochester, New York, Rochester Free Radio. And on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 7, 6 to 7 p.m. UTC. Uh, until next week, for the David Bowers Awards and Nick, our marvelously geeky engineer, I am yours truly, the lovably legendary John Bon Jovial, saying we'll see you next week. Love each other. Stay safe. Wash your hands. We'll see you right next uh, next week right here at the David Bowers Awards.